Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 147 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I really like today's episode because we are talking about customer experience and why it's so important for your business. And I've had some episodes in the past where I have mentioned about customer experience and pieces of why it's important and what you can do and how to improve your packaging. But for today's episode, I want to kind of really dive into this because, you know, As I have talked a little bit about on the podcast recently, I am writing a business book and I'm writing about how, and part of the business book is talking about customer experience and the importance of it and then how you can create your own improved customer experience. And I share stories about products that I have purchased and like all these different things. And as I'm writing this book, like so many things are just coming out at me that I'm like, I need to talk more about this on the podcast in a program and all that kind of stuff. So um, as you also probably know, I am launching a program called The Cultish Product. It's a group coaching mastermind type program. You can join the waitlist. Depending on where, when you're listening to this episode, you can either join the waitlist or you can apply to be in the program. We start February 2023. Space is very limited. We're only taking uh, no more than 10 people because I wanted to feel like an intimate group coaching program. And I want to be able to give people attention in the program, attention that you deserve. So anyway, depending on when you're listening to this episode, you can click in the notes below the episode and see if it's the application or the wait list and get yourself on there. It's going to be the greatest program that I have ever created. I am so excited about it, so passionate about it. And the first time that we're launching it, the price point is going to be lower. And if you want to get in now and get that price point, you know, definitely join. Join the waitlist or apply, but it's going to be super, super fun. Um, Anyway, let's talk about customer experience. So the biggest thing is I want to kind of talk about the importance of customer experience. And then I want to talk about some things that you can do today to start improving your customer experience. So why is creating a customer experience important? The biggest thing is that You know, when your customers are receiving your product in the mail, like it's so important that you differentiate yourself from Amazon. And that's kind of my key thing here is Amazon sends packages and they are like the boring brown box and people don't buy from Amazon to be impressed with packaging. They buy from Amazon to get their product, you know, sent to them in a couple of days or get free shipping or, you know, basically that kind of thing. But when it comes to a small business, I really think it's important that you differentiate yourself. So when you so when they do get your package in the mail, they are just like blown away. They're so excited. They are you become memorable. 
And that's a really, really, really important thing, especially when we are trying to grow our brand. And something that I'm going to be having some more podcast episodes about um, coming up soon is just like this whole concept of customer loyalty. How do you get your customers to buy more from you? How do you get your customers to spend more with you? And how do you get your customers to refer you to friends and family? And essentially, like, how do you get your brand to become top of mind. So when they are like, oh, I need a Christmas gift or a Hanukkah gift or a birthday present or a housewarming gift, you are the one that they think of. They're like, oh, yeah, of course I would buy those Jill Burrow slippers. Or you're like, oh, yeah, of course I'd get that Shima Shima reusable tote bag. Like that's how you have to become top of mind to your customer. But to get there, you have to do something that makes you stand out. You have to do something that makes you memorable. And I think that starts with having a great product. That's a no-brainer. Like if your product sucks, then people aren't going to buy more from you. (laughs) So obviously, note to self, make sure your product is good. Make sure it solves a pain point for someone. Um, But the second thing is just when they get it in the mail, how can you create this fun experience for them? And I think this is something that so many brands are are lacking on and I, i'm going to be i'm going to be blunt about that i think a lot of you are lacking on your customer experience you think that people don't care about packaging you think that people don't care about the emails that they get from you after they order but they do care and i want to kind of dig into that a little bit so Again, the reason customer experience is really, really important is because you want your customers to be kind of blown away when they get the product in the mail. You want it to feel so good and so exciting for them that they literally have no choice than to open up their phone, take pictures, and post on social media. They have no other choice than to text their best friend and be like, holy shit, you will not believe this box I just got from the Bark Day planner. Like, it is so fun and so cute. You need this for your dog. Let me take a picture for you and send it. And that's a true story, by the way. I ordered something from the Bark Day planner. Shout out to Amanda at the Bark Day planner. She is one of my absolute faves. And I got it in the mail and I was like, oh my God, this is like the greatest thing I've ever opened. I texted my best friend and I said, you need to get this for your dog. You know, her birthday is coming up um, soon, actually. And I was like, you need to get this for your dog for her birthday. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I told I'll get it for her birthday. So that's kind of the importance of customer experience is and it's not just packaging. We're going to we're going to dig into it here. So if you're like, Carrie, I get it. Packaging is important. It's not just packaging. Okay, we're going to talk about the other shit, too. But packaging is a huge part of it because packaging is where you have got their attention at the highest level. When someone buys a product from you, they're like checking their tracking emails. They're checking the mailbox. They're like, when the hell is the box going to get here? They're excited and waiting for your product. And when you can get them at that really heightened level of excitement and have this product that like, wow, the packaging is awesome. Like, you're just going to become more memorable to them. So I really want this to sink in here. And again, the other reason that you want your customer experience to be really, really good is because you want to stand out against your competitors. That's obviously a no-brainer. And you want to stand out against Amazon. So um, let's talk about let's talk about customer experience. So I think the key thing here is that actually customer experience isn't just about packaging and inserts. It actually starts at the beginning. It starts when someone is on your website. It starts really when they're at that checkout process, when they're trying to buy from you and they're kind of going through your website. So when we think about customer experience, 
we oftentimes just think packaging. And for me, packaging is probably like a huge part of it. But the website actually is where the customer experience starts. So you always want to just keep in mind of your website experience. Um, Are you making it easy for people to buy from you? I have plenty of episodes on website conversion. I have a coaching program called the Winning Website Converter Bootcamp Program. It's so freaking fun. We're going to launch that again in 2023. We just wrapped up a five-week coaching program. And holy shit, talking about a program that like lights me up, that program was phenomenal. And we talk all about your website conversion, how to increase your website conversion, how do you improve your website so people will buy from you. I'll drop the wait list of the link in the show notes as well. And I have a couple website um, freebies that you can also uh, sign up for. They are how to improve your website conversion. If you're not sure if your website is good, definitely grab my freebie. You can grab it in the show notes below. But you have to like your website is the bread and butter of your of your business. It really is. And so many of you, I feel like we need to work on your websites. We need to improve your websites. Um, and So when it comes to your website, I just want to kind of give you a couple ideas for today. So one, how is your shipping? What's your shipping situation? If you sell, um, let's see if something that I've literally bought so many friggin' holiday gifts right now that's sitting in front of me. So I bought a candle from someone and I went to check out and the shipping definitely was a little bit high. I still bought from her because I wanted to support her business, but I did think like, okay, the shipping's a little bit high. So make sure your customers, when they go to buy your product, they're not like, oh my God, I'm about to buy like a $10 dog poop bag holder and your shipping is $10. Like that doesn't work. That's too much for shipping. I don't care if you increase your product price a little bit to cover for shipping or you cap your shipping at $5. Make it So people are not going to abandon their shopping cart once they get to checkout. Like you've done all the work. You're doing the Instagram reels. You're making the TikTok videos. You're writing the blogs. You're working on SEO. You're sending product to influencers. You're doing all the things. And then you're losing people over your freaking shipping cost. So stop doing that. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that shipping is free for you because it is not free. You can build it into your product cost. Or you can build part of your shipping. Like I used to build, I used to bake half of my shipping cost into um, into my product. And then um, on like my e-commerce products, I would charge like five bucks for shipping. And it would be like, you know, for a couple dog toys or some bandanas and things like that. So I would bake part of the shipping cost into the product price. So whether that's for you adding an extra one to two dollars on a product, like that's not going to make or break a sale, you know? Um, what will make or break a sale is actually you charging a sh- like crazy shipping price for a product that will drive people away. And I know there's a lot of objections here. I know that there is a lot of issues with shipping and like you're not Amazon and like, you know, you can't be Amazon. I'm not telling you to be Amazon. OK, I'm not. We, I understand that you cannot compete with Amazon. But like, I also feel like that's kind of an excuse that people tell themselves like, oh, we can't compete with Amazon. And we can't give customers free shipping and get it delivered in 20 minutes. You know, no one's saying that you have to do that. However, you have to understand that online shopping has changed drastically. And Amazon has ruined the minds of consumers. (laughs) And now consumers think that Everyone should be free shipping. Everything should show up in my door in five minutes. Um, 
And that's a whole different conversation. And I probably need to do a podcast episode about that. However, you can do things that can increase your conversion rate at the checkout process while still charging shipping, but like it's not a crazy amount of money. So like I know I'm trying to think of like other clients that I work with or people that I work with like, okay, I just bought a bunch of skincare products. There's a lot of skincare products that I bought. Um, They were doing a Black Friday sale of I think 20% or 25% off or whatever. It's a skincare brand that I buy a lot of stuff with. So I, you know, added a bunch of stuff to my shopping cart and at the top of the page in their announcement bar, it said, free shipping on orders over $100. So what did I do? I said, okay, well, I think I have like 60 60 or $70 in my shopping cart right now. Let me just add one more thing to my shopping cart so I can get free shipping. And then I got free shipping, but I spent, you know, over $100 with them. So that's kind of a way that you can minimize the shipping issue with people is you get them to spend a lot more money with you. So maybe you know, you offer free shipping at $75, $100, $150. It totally depends on what you sell. Like, there's not a right or wrong answer here. And, you know, it really just depends on like your product, your product, your pricing. Like, do people usually buy one of my clients is a dog toy company, like we have free shipping over $35. Most customers for that brand are buying two to three dog toys, like not many people will just buy one dog toy. So we can understand and use data for them and look at okay, well, if more people are if most people are buying like two to three toys, then the average toy is about 12 to $13. So we times that by three. Now we have the average cost that people are buying. And maybe we bump that up a little bit and then we make that free shipping and then people are buying three to four dog toys and they're getting free shipping. They're happy. Our conversion rate's good, but they're also spending, you know, a decent amount of money and it's not that expensive to ship a couple dog toys because they're light. So again, this is not like a one answer fits all. Pricing, shipping charges is a very relative thing to every single business. And if you have any questions or if you want me to do more conversations about shipping and how you can figure out shipping costs that will not kill your conversion rate, let me know on Instagram. Send me a DM and let me know that you want more information on shipping and how you can charge shipping that's fair for you, works for your customer, and doesn't kill your conversion rate. Because if you're charging really, really, really high shipping costs, I'm going to guarantee that your um, card abandonment rate is extremely high. And, you know, there are ways to to mitigate this. And it doesn't mean that you have to give free shipping, okay? You can charge for shipping, but you just have to understand that, like, a customer would rather pay, like, let me just give you a quick example. Like, a customer would literally rather pay, like, $40 with free shipping than have a product that's $30 and then pay $10 for shipping. They will literally rather pay $40 with free shipping. It's a psychological thing. People don't want to pay shipping costs. And if your shipping is over like five, six bucks, unless it's like you're there, you know, you're ordering a lot of stuff and it's just like, okay, fine. If you're ordering like 10 pairs of jeans and four shirts and there's no free shipping threshold, yeah, you're probably gonna have to pay like 20 bucks for shipping. Like that kind of makes sense. But if you're buying like a single candle and you're, you're, you know, the brand is trying to charge you $12 for shipping, that's too much. Like we got to work on reducing your shipping costs 
maybe increasing your price a little bit to make up for that cost. So again, this is not a one answer fits all. And if you need help on how to come up with a shipping rule in your Shopify store that works for your brand, let me know. I can do a podcast episode. I can do a like live Q&A where I answer like you give me the specifics of your brand and I can do a podcast episode where I like go through those numbers. So Okay, I love it. I love it so much. So you can message me at uh, carrie.a.fitzgerald on Instagram. But I think that's a really fun idea. Anyway, so that kind of is where customer experience starts. It starts with people on your website. Are you make it easy for people to buy from you? You know, do you have fair shipping charges? You know, are they not like astronomically high? Um, your website is the first experience or is the first piece of customer experience. So we just want to always think like, Am I making it easy for people to buy from me? Yes or no? If it's a no, then let's work on your website. Again, I have a resource for you, um, how to increase your website conversion rate. Definitely grab that below. It's a great little resource that will help you. Okay, so after your website, the next piece is like the ordering process. So people are going to order from you. Um, are you, Are you offering enough payment options? And I saw this during the holiday season. I'm ordering different things for people. And if you don't have shop pay like included, if you don't have PayPal, that means I have to get my fat ass off the couch and go and get my credit card. And I don't want to do that. Okay. And when I say I, I mean, most people do not want to get up off wherever they are and go and get their credit card. So make sure you have something on your Shopify store that makes it easy for people to pay for your product. PayPal for me, no brainer. Oh, you should always have PayPal. Um, it makes it easy for people to buy. Your information is already in PayPal. It's like click, 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 done. Orders on the way and they don't have to get up off their butt and get a credit card. The second you make someone do something extra, you lose the sale. And that's it. Okay, let's move on from website because I I feel like I'm already going down a rabbit hole with this and I already have a couple podcast episodes where I talk about website conversion. So let's kind of move on. Um, so now someone has ordered from you. Now what's the next step? So the other piece of this is you want to like, you want to have some really nice emails that are going to go along with the ordering process. So I'm not going to go too much into detail on these either, but essentially post-purchase emails. These are the post-purchase emails and then notifications. So these are a really, really important thing when it comes to creating a good experience for your brand. I can't tell you how many times I order products from people and I don't get any emails from them. I maybe get like the order confirmation email like that comes from your Shopify store that just says like, thanks for your order, like peace out. That's not what when I say post-purchase emails, like that's not even what I'm referring to. Like we need to do way better than just one simple boring email that has no personality. We need to make it so the second someone orders from you, they are like, they're not going to start questioning, oh, do I have buyer's remorse? Should I have bought from them? I should have just got that $10 thing from Amazon and not spent 50 bucks with this friggin' brand that doesn't even send me a nice email. So you want to just make the customer feel excited to get your product. And you'll notice here, like I'm going to use the word excited a lot because it's very important that after someone orders from you, especially if the product is going to take a week to ship out or like a week and a half to ship out, you keep them excited. You keep them updated. So let's kind of dive into this. This is such an important thing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. 
So the order confirmation email is the order is the email is the notification. It's not even an e- I mean it is an email, but it's considered a notification in Shopify that goes out when someone orders from your product orders your product. So that's the first thing that will go out and that comes automatically. The second thing that you want to create is a per- post purchase workflow. So post purchase workflow just means a couple emails that go out automatically when someone buys your product. It's all set up through your email marketing software and it's set up through triggers. So the trigger is someone buys your product. Then they get a series of emails. The first email that you should be sending to these people are is like it's not the order confirmation, okay? I just want to make sure that's very clear cuz so many people are like but I already do send an email. I send the order confirmation. That's not an email. It's like some boring little thing. So what you want to do is you want to have a really personality-packed email that shows your branding, like shows your personality, says, thank you so much for buying from me. Welcome to the family. We're so grateful for you. Like your email should just make them feel excited. So that's kind of your email should just get them to be excited about their purchase, you know, and you can include some fun branding, some product photography, your story a little bit. And then the other emails, I'm not going to go too much in depth in this because we've recently had a bonus episode on your email marketing workflows. So if you're curious what those are, you can go and check out that episode and I will link that below in the notes. But you're just really for this post-purchase sequence, like you're really just trying to get them to be excited for their purchase. That's all. You want to get them excited for the purchase. You want to keep them excited. You want to let them know, is there anything that, that they need to know about your product before it arrives? So what kind of objections do people have? What kind of questions do people email you with all the time about your product? FAQs. Keep people in the loop. Keep people informed after they order from you. And then also, if you have include things in your packaging that like informs them about things, awesome. Like keep people informed at all levels. And then with your emails too, you know, you just want to kind of keep them up to date. And then I'm not going to, again, like I'm just going to kind of keep this brief, but the next piece of notifications are shipping notifications. So I can't tell you how many damn times I used to get emails from people with my product-based business When's my packaging going to come out? When's the order? When is it going to be shipped? Um, I checked the tracking and it says that it's it's not been shipped yet. Like so many people are obsessed with shipping and tracking. So make it like, make it a no-brainer for people. Again, in that first email that goes out to them, let them know, remind them of your average shipping like timeframes. Your package will, will go out in two to three business days. And once the package is shipped out, you will get an email that will give you a tracking number from USPS. You can click on that and it's going to give you your updated shipping times. It seems obvious to you. Like, why would I need to tell people that? But you do. Like, people don't always know. And it doesn't hurt to give them more information than you think that you should be giving them. So give them more information, tell them about your shipping and all that. It's also a good place to include that information is on your order confirmation email. Um, And then in terms of like shipping updates in your, I mean, I don't know what shipping software that you're using. I used to always use Pirate Ship. I loved it so much. In Pirate Ship, you can set up the notifications that they get notified like at all the shipping levels. When the the, um, label was ordered, when the package was going out, when it's going to be delivered, like give people all the notifications. In my opinion, you can never give people enough shipping emails, period. So whatever they have as options for your shipping carrier, 
click all the options for notifications and send those emails out to people, you will get less customer service emails from people being like, where's my freaking package, Susan? Okay, let's move on. So now that you're making it easy for people to order, you're getting all the emails that are going to go out, you're updating them with the shipping. And these are really important things. I want to really like set the tone here. If customers have a bad experience on your website from ordering, and then they have a bad experience with shipping, like they have, they're not getting any emails from you. They have no idea when the package is going to be shipped out. They will email you and get pissed off. And that sets the tone for a negative customer experience. So I want to remind you here that letting people know your shipping timeframes is very important. And I would set the tone for that in those first two emails. Like let people know my average shipping is like one to two business days. My Our average shipping is four to five business days. Oh, like our, our shipping rates. Here's information on our shipping. Oh my gosh, since we hand make our product in our warehouse in Southern California by hand, um, it's going to take about a week and a half for, to be shipped out for you. But don't worry, friend. We're going to keep you updated throughout the whole process. We're going to send you updates when it ships and blah, 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 blah. The more you tell people that stuff, the less pissed off they are because they have expectations from you. It's the lack of information because you think people don't care. They friggin' care. They really care about shipping. Um, but you might think, oh, they don't care. Like they know. They, I, Oh, that's on my website. They should know that. They don't know that. Okay, make it post that shit everywhere because they don't know. And just because you have it on your website doesn't mean they're going to read it because most people don't read. They skim through stuff. So if they see it like four different times, then it might click in their head like, oh, yeah, I think it's going to take like a week and a half for that product to be shipped out. So keep people updated. And like, for example, one more example here. So I ordered something from someone. What's the date today? December 14th. I ordered something from someone um, I think it was Black Friday and I had an issue on the ordering page. Like I think they had like a discount at the top of their website that said that their Black Friday sale or their Cyber Monday sale was like, I don't know, free shipping and a percentage off or like buy two, get one free, something like that. And when I went to order from them, it didn't the 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 discount didn't come through, like it wasn't working and there was no free shipping. So I messaged her because it's someone that I know. I'm not going to use their name. And this is like, this isn't, this stuff happens. Okay. I also want to say this, these mistakes happen all the time. Um, I've done, I've made these mistakes constantly. I constantly make mistakes with things. So it happens and we're all human, but I wanted to let her know because as a e-commerce, you know, coach consultant, I feel like it's my job and my duty to let people know if there's things that are happening on their website that are going to that are going to prevent them from getting sales. So I said something to her. I was like, "Hey, just just want to let you know like, you know, I I'm I don't care about your discount. I'm buying your product anyway, but like the discount isn't working when I'm when I'm trying to use it and the free shipping thing also is not working." So I was like, "Just want to let you know because, you know, I I know it's Black Friday. This is the biggest sales season of the whole year and I want you to get sales." And she wrote back to me and she was like, oh, my God, like, thank you so much. Um, She said something like this, the discount like had, had expired the night before, but I think she either forgot to remove it from her website or something. I forget. So anyway, um, so I ordered that from her. And then, you know, it's been like two plus weeks and I haven't gotten any emails. I haven't gotten any notifications about where the product is. And again, like 
that's okay. Like I'm not sitting here waiting for it. But however, if I was a regular customer, I like the regular people are going to want to know where the hell the product is because she hasn't updated us. She hasn't updated me on the status of the product, when it's going to ship out. Like when I go to her website, it says that products will ship out in a couple of days. So like, you know, technically, if I was a regular customer, I mean, I I am a customer, but like, you know, a lot of the stuff that I buy, I just want to support female-owned businesses. And I don't really care if the product isn't coming to me quickly, but I'm not an average customer. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not an average customer. So a regular person would likely be very pissed off about that because they're probably expecting to give that as a Christmas gift. And now it's December 14th and like I need to get my Christmas shit mailed out to people. So that's the kind of stuff that like you have to keep your customers informed. And if you don't, shipping things are one of the highest reasons that people will complain and have a really bad experience. And I would hate for you, all the effort you're putting in, you're creating great packaging, you you have an awesome product, you are making your product handmade or you're manufacturing it, whatever. Don't let a shipping issue start the customer off on a bad note. It's like, it, it's so avoidable, you know? So I that's why this episode for me is such an important episode because this stuff you're likely just glossing over or you think it's not important and you're not making it like kind of a priority. But in fact, like this is a stuff that, this is the stuff that will ruin a business, you know, is like stupid shipping issues and like that kind of stuff. So, and I don't want that to happen to you. So that's why I'm doing this episode. And like, just to preface too, I made a million mistakes with my product-based business. I learned the hard way about like not keeping customers updated on shipping and things like that. When products were delayed, like I ordered products from overseas, I manufactured my bandanas and then they didn't arrive on time. And I had to figure out like, well, shit, uh, my customers are already expecting their boxes and I haven't even gotten the product yet. What do I do? Like, how do I avoid this? The best thing that you can ever do is just be upfront with people. I think when you present a problem that you're having with your business and you're upfront with your customers, and again, someone else might be like, no, you should never admit that you have a problem. I feel like humans make mistakes. And when 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 a human business is upfront, like, hey, you know, we normally ship our packages out December 1st for our boxes or whatever. Um, or like, hey, I know that you ordered, you pre-ordered this dog thing and or like this, I don't know, Christmas candle. And like, you know, I'm so sorry. We had an issue with the manufacturer and we didn't receive a product in time. And to make a really long story short, like your product is going to be delayed. We are so sorry. Here's how we can make it right for you. Give them a discount on a future purchase. Give them something in return. Maybe they get a free product with their, you know, in, in their delivery, they get an extra product or something. Um, when you are upfront with people about a problem, when you are proactive about an issue that's going to happen and you offer some sort of like, I'm so sorry, but here's what we're going to do for you. Even if it's something super small, like $10 off your next purchase or a free gift with your purchase, even if it's something really, really small, people really appreciate that. People resonate with that because you're being upfront. You're not making them wait around. So just kind of keep that in mind. Okay. And then the really, really awesome part of customer experience is like the the packaging, the inserts, the unboxing. Like how can you make it a really fun unboxing experience for people? And this is my favorite part because of course it's like the fun creative part. And for my business, the Dapper Dog Box, you know, I 
I wanted my customer experience to be like top notch from day one. And after about a year of having my business, I was able to create and manufacture my own um, packaging boxes that, you know, I had to go through the whole investment of getting print plates and die boards and designing um, a box design. And it was just such a fun process for me. It took me months. It took me months. I mean, I spent months researching um, packaging and designs. And like, I spent so much time trying to figure out what would my customer go crazy for? What would make my packaging stand out against all the other pet subscription boxes on social media? And that's what I did. And I designed my packaging for social media. And that box that I designed was like, I still like, and I was talking about this on my membership last night on one of our live Q&A calls. Um, because I love helping people with packaging. I love it. I could live for packaging stuff. And um, and I was talking about how like that packaging design that I did for my box was like one of my most proudest things that I ever did for my business. Um, because it, there was there was intent, there was strategy. I wasn't just like making a pretty box. I was creating packaging to wow the shit out of my customers. So they had such an incredible experience. So when they got the box in the mail, they instantly opened the box up, took a photo with their dog, posted it on Instagram, posted it on their stories. And guess what that got me? That got me so much free advertising. I got in front of all those people's audiences every single month. And it's because my packaging was fucking awesome. And I feel like I'm swearing a lot in this episode because you can tell I'm very passionate about customer experience. And I want to help you make your customer experience better. This is this is a game changer, people. Like This is how you can go from like a mediocre brand to a huge brand is when you create an awesome experience for your customers. So anyway, so you want it just to be an awesome unboxing experience, packaging, and then your inserts. So with, with the inserts, these are like the little cards or postcards that you can kind of put inside your packaging. And for these, like you want to kind of do a few things. You want them to either like you want to have some call to actions on them, like, you know, um, join our referral program, post a picture of the of your product and, you know, tag us here and win a free item or something. But also you want to have information that just again, sets the tone for the product, you know, sets the tone for your brand. Here's how you can contact us, contact us if there's a problem, um, that kind of thing. So I love inserts and I love using them to get customers to do things for you. And then when it comes to packaging, you know, there's a lot about packaging, I can say. But when it comes to packaging, like you just want to kind of think in general, how can I make it fun for people when they get the product in the mail? How can I ensure that they're going to be smile when they open up this package. So you can do anything from a box to um, a poly mailer bag and any in-betweens. Like we can go white box with a designed packaging tape that goes around the seams. We could do a white box with a big sticker on it. We could do um, a printed poly mailer that has your logo and a fun, like maybe some icons or something. You can do a printed box, like a mailer box where it's printed on all sides and you open it up and there's something fun on the inside. Um, you can then go down the route of like you manufacture your boxes where you work with a box manufacturing company. You design a perfect design where you have a, a set um, box size, you have a set design, and then you can print that box over and over and over again. This is only meant if you're doing high volume. So like I didn't get my boxes manufactured until I was a year a year into business. And at that point, I knew 
my packaging size wasn't going to change. I knew this. Like I, I figured out like, OK, I've already tried these smaller boxes. They didn't work. They were too small. I tried the bigger boxes. They were too big. I came up with the right size and I came up with the right design. And I knew that I wasn't going to change that design. When you go with the box manufacturing route, you have to be in, you have to ensure that your packaging size and design will not change. And that's why you should have your business for quite a while before you go down this road, because you also have to invest in print plates and die boards. And that's like a couple thousand dollars. And then when you do that, you're going to order like I would order a volume of like 1000, 2000, 3000 boxes at a time. And so for me, the box price came down to about a dollar per box when I did the box manufacturing. Before box manufacturing, I was getting boxes from like, you know, Packable and Boxlane and like these, you know, mailer printed box companies that will churn out these printed boxes for you, but they're going to cost you like four, five, six, seven, eight dollars a box. Like they're expensive because they're taking they're taking a design, they're printing it on the box. They're not you're not going through like the whole it's hard to explain. Anyway, it's just getting printed. Um and but like the benefit of going down that route is like if you do like a pack lean or one of those types of companies is that it's there's no commitment, you know, so you can try different things. You can try different size boxes. You can try different packaging and you don't have to commit to anything. So there's definitely a benefit. You're going to pay more, but you don't have to commit to any sort of design. So anyway, so and we just want it to be fun. Like it can be simple. Like I've ordered packages from people and I've gotten in the mail. And it's just in a poly mailer bag that has a pretty design on it with um, a logo. That's great. Like that's 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 enough effort. We don't have to like spend a million dollars on packaging, but you want it to be fun for people. I hate getting something in the mail when it's just in like a boring box or like a boring bag. It just doesn't make it fun. And it doesn't mean that you have to do everything like today, but as your business grows, like you just want to kind of think, how can I make it fun for customers to receive my product? Because it will make a difference for you. It'll help you get more traction from that customer. They likely will also post something on social media, or at least like they're more likely to post. And you're going to become more top of mind because they've had an awesome experience, not only with your packaging, but everything else that we've talked about in this podcast episode. So anyway, I I hope you love this episode. Um, This is something that I'm just so passionate about. And it's something that I really nailed with my business. I really, really, really nailed how to create an awesome customer experience with Dapper Dog Box. And I'm really proud of that. And it's something that, like I said, I'm going to lean into these kind of conversations more this year and ongoing because it's something that I love talking about and I see constantly from ordering packages from people that you need help with it. And that's okay that you need help with it. Like you're not meant to know all this crap at once, but I can help you and I love talking about this. And so yeah, let's dive into it. I'm excited. So if you love this episode, I would love if you could drop a review on Apple iTunes. And then if in general, if you're like, hey, I want to increase my customer experience or I want to improve it, um, send me a message on Instagram. And yeah, I'm happy to give you some tips on what you could do for your business. But uh, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcast, and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.